Welcome to The Lamb and the Scroll, where we unpack scripture using the rich tradition of the church. I'm your host, John Brayer, and in this episode, we'll be looking at how audience mattered to the evangelists. All right, thanks for joining me today. Like I said in the little intro, today we're going to be talking about why audience matters, and in particular, why the evangelists, or the authors of the Gospels, were so concerned about uh, the audience of their, uh, their books. To do so, we're going to primarily look at two different parts of two different Gospels. So throughout today's episode, we're going to be focused in on the Gospels of Matthew and Luke. And we'll be looking at two examples from each of the Gospels that backs up this idea that audience was important to the evangelists. Now, Matthew and Luke are unique among the other Gospel accounts we have in the Bible for a number of different reasons, of which I'll be focusing on two today. So the first one is that they are the only two of the four canonical Gospels that include a thorough telling of the nativity story. And number two is that they are the only two of the four canonical Gospels that contain genealogies. So by looking at how they present these stories, we can get a sense for why the audience was so important to each. So let's start with the nativity accounts. Matthew and Luke include very different details. And they're very intentional about which details they include because they are aware of who their audience is. So Matthew writes his gospel primarily for educated Jews who know the law. And so as a result, he frames much of the story of Jesus as a reflection of Old Testament ideas because he knows that his readers would be intimately familiar with these ideas and he's able to paint Jesus' story onto the backdrop of the Old Testament. So for example, in the story of the Nativity, Matthew presents the arrival of the Magi. And he's focused in on this idea that these kings came to worship Jesus. These Gentile kings came to worship Jesus. That would not have been lost on a Jewish reader, that Gentile kings are coming to worship this baby. Because they're expecting a king, someone descended from David. And so when a Jewish reader would have read the story of Gentile kings coming to worship, they would have known that this was truly a kingly figure. Matthew also includes the detail about King Herod wanting to chase down and kill uh, Jesus because he's, he's become aware of this uh, new king who's been born. And again, Matthew is very clear to point this out because he knows that his Jewish audience is intimately familiar with another king who sought to kill a young boy because he was worried about potentially being overthrown. And of course, we're referring to Pharaoh in the story of the Exodus. And so the details go on, but Matthew is very intentional about including these details because he knows he's writing to Jews who are familiar with the Old Testament context. Luke, on the other hand, is writing for wealthy Gentile Christians. And in particular, what he's trying to do is challenge his audience to put their faith into action. Because he's realizing that many of his readers, these early Gentile Christians, had grown complacent in their faith. And so he is intentional about presenting Jesus as born into poverty, which is why he emphasizes the visit of the shepherds. He emphasizes the fact that Jesus was born in a very lowly state. Unlike Matthew, who's trying to present him as a kingly figure, right? Now, of course, for both Matthew and Luke, Jesus is the same person. He's both divine and human. He truly is the king of the Jews. He is the descendant of David. But they're keenly aware of the audience that they're writing to. And as a result, they choose to emphasize different details. Now, the same thing can be said for their genealogies. It's actually a fascinating thing to compare their genealogies. Because in Matthew's genealogy, and again, remember, Matthew writes for a Jewish audience that is uh, intimately familiar with the law, he presents the genealogy starting with Abraham and then moving in sections of 14 generations at a time until we get to Jesus. And he's showing his reader that God intentionally planned things 
he intentionally set this plan into motion that would lead from Abraham, the first patriarch, to Jesus, the descendant of David, the descendant of Abraham, which is why in the very first verse of his gospel, he says, Jesus, the son of Abraham, the son of David. It's really interesting to think that Matthew is writing one of the most fascinating stories of all time. He's telling the story of Jesus, but he begins with a genealogy. And he's doing that intentionally because he knows that his Jewish audience is expecting a Messiah. And so he's basically starting by laying out the case that, hey, look at the Old Testament. They've all led, all of these figures have led to Jesus. Luke, on the other hand, is writing to a Gentile Christian audience who doesn't have the same background about who Abraham was or who Isaac was or the role of David in salvation history. Now, presumably, they would have learned that. But the primary point of contact, in all likelihood, for many of these first Gentile Christians was Jesus himself. And so that's why, in all likelihood, Luke begins his genealogy starting with Jesus. And then he looks backwards. Whereas, again, Matthew started with Abraham and moved forwards to Jesus. Luke, again, knows his audience. And he knows that they're familiar with Jesus, but maybe don't have the Old Testament background that a Jewish reader would have. And so Luke starts with Jesus and then works his way all the way back, not to Abraham, but all the way back through Abraham to Adam, showing that since the beginning of time, God has been working towards this person, Jesus, that, again, a Gentile Christian would have been intimately familiar with. These are just two examples of many that could be given from more than just the two Gospels, Matthew and Luke, that I talked about today, to back up the idea that audience mattered and that for the evangelists, when they wrote, they had particular groups of people in mind. The implication of Matthew writing for a Jewish audience is not that we should just ignore it if we're not Jewish. No, that, that's not the case. We just need to keep the audience in mind when we are reading Matthew's gospel or Luke's gospel or really any of the gospels, and for that matter, any of the books of the Bible. We need to keep the original context in mind when we read the stories to better understand what God is trying to communicate through those authors to us here in the 21st century. And again, to do that without context is highly problematic. And with that, I'll conclude today's episode. Thanks for joining me. 